0: Hello, beauty. Welcome back to the New Truth Podcast, or welcome for first timers. Uh, episode one hundred and thirty-three: How to Attract Commitment-Ready Men. So I'm going to start off by sharing what sparked this episode because Catherine and I are always keeping a track, keeping an eye on what our clients are talking about, what's top of mind for people, what we're hearing our friends talk about. Like, what is what is uh, what's top of mind? And I'm just in the middle right now of doing a masterclass and uh, there's questions that they have to answer before they get into a Facebook group. And this was such a consistent question. I was so, well, shocked and not shocked, Mm but that over and over again, like I keep attracting emotionally unavailable men or physically unavailable men. How do I attract men who are ready for commitment, who want the same thing I want? So we are going to dive into it today. yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to start? I have so much to say about this. Yeah. 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 I thought you um, did, so we'll pass the baton to you first. <laughs>
1: I've, I've been thinking a lot about, cause I've been doing like, ask me anything Fridays. And a lot of questions are coming in for me around like, what is normal or why do men do X, Y, and Z? So first I want to say that the inside of this question, like, why do I keep attracting unavailable men or how do I attract commitment ready men? You know, where this is going if you've been following the new truth podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) is how committed are you to yourself? We have a culture where women are taught that everything about them is filtered through the male gaze right? That it's my job to appear irresistible, my job to be available, my job to get a partner, rather than the only job you freaking have is to love yourself enough to be able to walk away from people who are not good for you and be available to people who are. So what does being committed to yourself look like? Well, how about you're not committed to yourself if you ignore red flags you are not committed to yourself if you're still sleeping with your ex who can't give you what you want. You are not committed to yourself if you're not doing anything about your love life <laughs> and you're just doing the same thing over and over again and acting like that's going to be the magical thing that'll change. You're also not committed to yourself if your emotions are all over the place. If if external circumstance dictates how you feel about yourself, that's also a sign of not being committed to yourself. So if you flip all of those things that I just said on what it means to be committed to yourself, it's actually about having a relationship with yourself where you can count on who you are, where you have self respect and boundaries, and most of all where you where you know you are worthy and deserving of the things that you want. And you don't have to chase them. You don't have to force them to happen. You do not have to get somebody to commit to you. You don't have to convince someone to to be ready for you. There's billions of people on the planet. And this is why, I mean, dating is most of the time miserable because women don't know how to filter. They don't know how to be discerning. They don't know how to stand in their truth because everyone's just afraid of abandonment or afraid of being too needy or afraid of being high maintenance or whatever other bullshit our culture has fed. Rather than owning that if commitment is what you want, it starts with being committed to yourself and actually then having the faith around it rather than trying to control
0: it all. Yes, 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 yes. That's exactly the line that I was going to start with. So it's perfect, of course. And uh, yeah, because everything we've, we talk about this a lot, everything's energy. So if your energy, if you're essentially, if you're wanting someone to commit to you, che- like check in because there's a there's a lot, it's coming from a place of lack. And if you're choosing a relationship from a place of lack, guaranteed, like that's how you attract a person who triggers your wound, which is like, if you are longing for a guy to commit and you keep attracting unavailable men over and over and over and over again, there's a very good chance that you're unavailable. We di- actually did an episode on this, but there's a very good chance that you are coming from lack within yourself and you're trying to fill something inside of yourself. And obviously, if you've been around for a while, you know that that is what the new truth is here to tear down from every angle because you have to belong to yourself first and like truly belong to yourself. So if you can't, and we just did an episode that addresses this a few weeks ago, if you cannot live your life on your own, like if you always need a partner, and when you're on your own, you always have a longing for a partner, even if it's a long time, but that longing feeling never goes away. You don't truly belong to yourself. You don't truly have a relationship with yourself, and the, so then you'll always be searching for that thing from that place of lack which means you're not anchored in your self-worth dating from a place of like i am already filled up i don't need anything not not i don't need anything i'm walled off but i genuinely don't need anything would i love some physical touch and intimacy yes would i love you know someone to go do adventures with yes but like fill your life up with those things that you desire in partnership with the people with other people in your life like fill your life up so that you don't, and it, it feels, you know, it almost feels fun. I mean, this is the whole point of the new truth. We just have to say the same thing over and over and over again. Cause obviously we say this in many different ways in every episode, but you have to be able to live your life from a place of not needing a partner, not longing for someone, not thinking there's something wrong with you, not thinking there's a void right like go into the void get intimate with the void build a relationship with the void because it's just you and it's actually not that scary it's quite the opposite it's beautiful and it's divine and it's 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 such an amazing place to be when you're in relationship with yourself and when you can walk through the world and and dating is so much more fun when you don't need anything cuz even i mean we've talked we've talked about this with your experience with dating before you met andrew like you, you were talking about how every guy wanted a second date because you were just not needing anything. You were in a place of just loving your life, loving yourself, happy on your own. And that's how my experience dating too, just this, like, there's no part of me that's lacking something. So I'm not trying to get something. So therefore you're, you're able to even see more clearly, right? You're able to discern, like you were talking about, you're able to discern from a much more empowered place when you're not dating from this place of like, oh, I need this thing to fill something inside of me. The
1: chasing energy, you know, like chase, even chasing the commitment, let alone chasing a guy. Like, I can't say it enough. You do not have to convince someone to love you. You do not have to force Commitment, and actually, you don't have to get someone to commit. I mean, that drives me crazy. Like, get get him to commit. Like, are you kidding me? How about here's the thing: when you are committed to yourself, so so let's do how to attract. So, how to attract commitment-ready men? Let's think about attraction for a second. Attraction is a natural magnetism, right? Like the sun shining its light right? You're a, like, you walk by a, I mean, think about walking by a store. I mean, I do, I do this. It's like, Oh, what's in there? Like when it's like this be- beautiful display, right? Or there's lots of colors or a restaurant that looks really cute. Like that. I mean, my God, the world we live in right now is all restaurants are building um, or designing themselves so that people can post on Instagram. I mean, this is like the world we live in right now, but like, but that's attraction. Like the store, there's not someone standing on the street in my face saying, "Come into my store! Come into my store!" I promise, it's really great.
0: They do that in grace. <laughs> <laughs> <They just laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, and it doesn't usually work. You're not exactly like thrilled to go run into no, that store. Right? I hate it. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm right. not a tourist. <laughs> so exactly. Feel, feel that, right? Feel if, if a man or you is on the receiving end of please love me, please choose me, please make me happy. Please fill me up. Ew, no, no one wants that. And so attraction is about not only being committed to yourself, but actually trusting your own energy, trusting that you are enough. And that's how dating is fun. You're not, it's not about like you, 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 get to a place of, I don't need to make anything happen. Right. And I've said this before on the podcast, cause this is Michael Beckwith's um, line, who's a spiritual teacher and preacher. And he says, you don't make love happen. You make love welcome, mm. make love welcome. And if you are full of anxiety, if you're full of desperation around a partner, if you're looking for someone to make you happy, if you're comparing yourself to other women, if you're not nurturing your life at all, love is not welcome, right? If you're forcing things or chasing things, love is not welcome. And I really want to reiterate that what is most magnetic and attractive for a healthy commitment ready men, because guess what? They exist. So, first of all, we haven't said that yet. If you don't believe that they exist, you're not going to attract them. So you first have to have the mindset that, of course, there are men and there are plenty, plenty of men who want partnership, right? Who know the value of partnership. And most of all, healthy men will choose a woman based on knowing that that woman will make his life better men, that's how men choose. They don't have a fucking checklist. (laughs) They're, they're not writing vision boards. They're dating. Healthy men are dating from one. I know that a relationship will add value to my life. And I'm going to choose the woman who actually brings something to mind. Like that makes me more of who I am. It's only insecure women that have the checklist that are saying, fill me up right? Make, make me feel good about myself rather than the wholeness of this person adds to my life that that's the best of partnership. This person adds to my life. I become more of who I am when I'm with them, but commitment ready men, if you are dating and they are ready, feeling like this is a shit ton of work, um, to be with you, or they're, they're watching you not be able to set ba- boundaries or being, not receptive to anything they're offering or constantly putting yourself down. Self, I can't say this enough. Self-deprecation is not cute Mm -hmm. at all. It's not cute. And you know, that, that pushes people away, right? So go see your episode on how you're pushing love away, but attraction is doing the inner work that you can rest in yourself. And then most of all, be committed to what you want. Meaning, stop hanging out with people who don't want what you want stop trying to convince people to love you stop chasing the unavailable man and actually do the work to find out why you're in those patterns in the first place but it's the journey of being i mean and also commitment doesn't happen overnight right like dating is about the journey to commitment and some of you are chasing the commitment so bad that on a first date you're asking the question. I mean, you just meet someone and you're literally asking about a long-term commitment and how you're going to make something work. Like that's not okay either. Cause you don't yeah. even know who this person is. Yeah. So there's a journey. There's a journey to getting to commitment for a partnership, just as much as the journey to committing to yourself and nothing builds self-esteem faster. Nothing builds self-esteem faster than keeping promises to yourself. Yeah. Right. Like might mean I'm going to meditate every day for just start for five minutes. Right? What promises are you keeping to yourself? Right? I'm not. I've shared before. Not drinking every day. That was my first act of self love. Was not drinking alcohol because I had. I was doing nothing for myself before that time. That was my first promise to myself. And then now, over and over again, I'm always having that mindset. Or what are my promises to myself? Because as soon as you break them, you're breaking self trust. You're entering the realm of self betrayal. And again, that's not being committed to yourself. And yes, this is hard to build this habit, but that, but that's what a relationship is. A relationship, if you want a commitment, a relationship is I'm committed to you to figuring things out, whether I feel like it or not, actually like life is going to happen, but we have a fantasy about commitment just as much like, well, now this person's never going to leave. And then you stop putting forth any effort in the relationship. Oh. Commitment is alive right? A a committed relationship is an alive process just as much as being committed to yourself is alive too. It's not just one and done like, oh, now I love myself or, oh, now I'm committed to myself.
0: Yeah. It's not a destination. I'm so glad you said that. It's not a destination. It's like, there's this idea. And again, that's the timeline, right? It's the idea that Oh, okay. That I'll feel safe. When like, that's Mm -hmm. actually what's driving it underneath is for women. We're trying to get safety. And so we're chasing the next thing. Like, Oh, once he commits, uh, then I'll feel safe. Oh, once we, he asks me to move in or tells me he loves me, then I'll feel. And you're not necessarily saying that in your head, but there's this constant, like you get the next thing. And then there's this pull to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's unconsciously your your the inner child and your saboteur have the wheel and they're trying to pull you into safety with this person. Like, okay, I like this person or I finally have a relationship or whatever the story, whatever the reason is that's, you know, often it's not even because it's aligned. Um, but that's, that's does having you desire this next thing. It just means you're in your head and not your heart, not your body. If you're, if you're chasing the next thing. So I love that you said, like, let the process unfold organically, slow down. If you're in a hurry, whether you're driving (laughs) in a hurry because you're late somewhere or you're you're in a hurry dating someone and you want you want you want like check in that little girl inside just wants to feel safe and you have to show up for her and do the inner work. But, uh, you know, I say to my clients, it's like, let her know she is safe, but not with him with you. Like by you having her slow down, by you showing up for yourself, like how are you not showing up for yourself? How are you? Are you, is your whole life dedicated to making sure everybody else feels good and is comfortable? You know, are you, are you sacrificing yourself and your choices and your experience because you're so concerned about everyone else's experience? Do you go on dates with guys and show up so fully for them, but not for you? Where are you abandoning you? right? Because if you keep doing that, if you keep abandoning yourself, you're going to keep attracting vacant men who abandon or women who abandon you. And so that, yeah, how are you showing up for yourself? Like keep like self-inquiry is just keep asking yourself powerful questions, you know, get to know yourself, get to know, wait, where am I? So if I'm longing for this thing, whether it's turn on or commitment, how am I turning myself on? How is my life turning me on? How am I committed to myself? How's my life committed? Like always turn it around. It reminds me of Byron Katie. I love Byron Katie. Her work, she's one of the OGs of, of this uh, industry and her work is so simple. She's an author and she has um, this process called the work. And it's, it's, you, it's about turning around whatever your stories are about other people and owning them yourself. Like how am I not committed to myself? So that's a huge place to practice. And then the other thing I wanted to share is you can't be loved for all of who you are unless you know all of who you are. And unless you know who you are, like, yes, this is a lifelong journey. All, I say all of who you are. I kind of took that out at the, at the end because you can't know all of who you are. You're going to only be getting to know all of who you are the rest of your life. But you can't be fully loved for you, for who you really are, if you don't know who you really are. And so I just think like how many women are dating from their protective mechanisms, self-sacrifice, or like I just talked about, or the fantasy addict, which we talk a lot about on this podcast, or the controller trying to control having a relationship, trying to control other people, trying to over-functioning, or the shapeshifter who's being who you think people need you to be. Like when you're coming from your protection and you're dating, you're not being who you are. So how do you expect someone to fully love, you know, the isolator who, who doesn't share what's really on their heart, because they're so afraid of being a burden to other people. So they hold everything in. Well, if you hold everything in, nobody will ever know the beauty of your heart, and the the extent of who you are. So If you So let that be inspiration for you to get to know your own soul, get to know who you are, get to know all these different aspects of you so that when you show up, you're being who you are and you're being loved because then it'll stop being this chase for validation and for self, for um, trying to prove your worth. Like that's when we're dating from pattern, we're always trying to prove our worth by the next thing, by the commitment, by the ring, by the wedding, by the proving our self-worth, chasing self-worth versus when you come home to yourself, homecoming seed, when you come home to yourself, you, and you know yourself and you're committed to yourself, you're not chasing anything. And now you can be met in that place.
1: I love that you said that. I love that. We're just like feeding off each other big time right now. Like yeah. whatever we're thinking, the, per, the person ends their statement about, it and it's like, that's yeah. what I was about to talk about yeah. because the, the being, Committed to yourself, it means I'm loving and honoring who I am without trying to prove myself, right? I'm watching so many women think that I'm lovable only if I have a partner, only if I have male attention or I only have value if I have a, re- my relationship status is partnered or have a ring on my finger. That is never going to give you the experience that you actually want. You know, my first, my first long-term group program was called committed to love. And literally to the day, a year before I met Andrew, I because thanks to Facebook memories, I have, a, I wrote a post about being committed to love like that, like it isn't just being committed to myself. It's committed to love. Love has never let you down. People disappoint you. People let you down. People are going to fail and make mistakes and not be who you want them to be. But the essence of love, which is what you are, has never let you down. And when we're chasing validation or trying to prove our worth, I, you know, you're not looking for love, right? You're, you are the love that you need and the love that you are is the most magnetic force for attracting the right person for you. And the energy of not having anything to prove and not trying to get validation or get self worth, you know, I, the last thing I'll say around how to attract a commitment ready man is what are your thoughts about yourself, right? Like, do you believe that you are a great catch hmm. and not because of all your fucking achievements or because or what of you what look you like. look like, <laughs> <laughs> but because of the essence of you, like, do you know, you know there's, there's that balance of, Do I know my worth and value as inherent partnered with knowing what I need in relationship to be happy, knowing what makes me happy in my life, knowing the, the essence of who I am and how I show up in the world without comparing yourself to other women, that's attract. That's how you attract someone, right? And also do you believe you're worthy of commitment? A lot of women push away commit commitment, ready men. Because if you don't believe that you're worthy of that, you're going to think anyone who wants that with you is crazy. Like that's how it works unconsciously too. And I've shared my story, you know, 20,000 times, every boyfriend I ever had broke up with me. I haven't had a million boyfriends, but the five or six that I had before Andrew, they all broke up with me. I had a lot of reason to believe something was wrong with me. I'm not lovable. I'm the girl that always gets dumped. And most of my work, along with healing codependency and love addiction, Mm -hmm. most of my work was about, okay, wait a second. I am lovable. Like just because those men broke up with me doesn't mean I'm not lovable. They just weren't my guys. And that anchoring of I am lovable, I am worthy, I am enough, someone would be psyched to be around me. And I, and that was before I was dating. Like I, I entered the world of believing that about myself long before I even put myself out there. And I think that's why guys wanted to go out with me. There is nothing more magnetic than a woman who loves and honors and respects herself, Yes. right? Just as much as those are the guys you're attracted to, right? Confident men, right? Men who know who they are, right? And, you know, I have a client recently who's been telling me about what a turnoff it is, to, cause there's plenty of codependent men out there. Right. And, and this is the discernment. She's like, I can sense when a man's showing up just to please me and like saying things that he thinks I want to hear versus genuine and authentic. Mm. Right. And so you, you know, what it feels like to be on that receiving energy of someone who is insecure, full of doubt, can't own their opinions, you know, and I think I've shared before about like how to actually get a second date on a first date own your opinions. Like if someone says, did you like that movie? No, I didn't. Or yes, I did. Like not, Oh, I don't know. Like being passive. Like you can't even own, Oh, I don't know what I like, or I don't know what kind of food I like. If you're in that someone can't feel you. So again, that like, you can know yourself deeply, but my God, let the small talk of a first date also be like the expression of who you are. Like I'm Like, I I joke, I'm never going camping in my life. Like, that's not good. I'm not (laughs) going to do that ever. Like, own the things that you like, right? Own what's important to you. Own what matters to you. Own what you're moved by. Even if it's the music that you like. I mean, sometimes we are so freaking insecure just around that. You know, like, oh, I don't want them to think that I'm weird. Or I don't want them to think that I'm, you know, um, a dork. Guess what? You don't want someone who doesn't want you. And
0: they can't want you if you're not being who you are. That's the secret. That's the shapeshifter. And and it reminds me, I'm like, what was my, not signature move, but like my like quirky thing that I did on, that I've done on all the dates is I look up people's human designs, not just every date, every first date, but also every time I meet a new friend or have a new client. I look up their human design if they know their time of birth. Shocking, I mean, maybe because astrology is big here, but there's a, everyone knows their time of birth here. It's amazing, mm-hmm. or lots of people do. Um, so that was my thing. But I remember year seven and a bit years ago when I went on my first date with Jeff, we talked about astrology and human design and all these things. And I wasn't you know, as anchored in myself then as I am now. And I remember being insecure about it after. I remember going home and Regina, my saboteur, being like, And I didn't even like him. I wasn't even, I didn't even think it was going to go past the first date, but, but still my saboteur was beating me up and like, oh, you shouldn't have said that you shouldn't have done that, whatever. And it's, and so, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that in. Be who you are, be who you are, whatever you love. And if your saboteur after is judging you for it, just tell her, thank you for your opinion. you know, thank you for sharing. I see that you're insecure about that and that's who I am. And I want to be loved for all of who I am. And so, yeah, I love that. And then the last thing I wanted to say is, um, yeah, just when you were talking about like think about how repulsive it is on the other side, it's just think about the the energy of of always needing to get something like if you're wanting to get the next date, get the next text, get the commitment, get the I love you. That feels so horrible. It doesn't feel authentic. It's not an it's not an authentic, organic connection when you're just in the experience and like basking in the experience of your connection. If you're in your head, like, oh my God, I fear is coming up. So when am I gonna get that thing? That doesn't feel good to be on the other end. Like it just someone wants to get something from you. God, I think anytime anyone wants anything from me, I like want to run for the hills, no matter what it is. I'm like don't want to get something from it just doesn't feel good you know rather than just like being in a genuine connection so check yourself
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's so there's so much here your energy your mindset and then most of all you don't attract unavailable or men who are, are afraid of commitment you accept them Yes, into yeah, your life. Yes. Like back to how the episode started, It's you know, when you're committed to yourself, like take, take an inventory of actually like looking around at how you spend your time and energy and who you give your attention to, right? Most of the time dating feels draining and you're pissed about it because you are either being super reactive to not getting what you want, which is codependency or two, you're trying to get, you not only get people to commit to you, get people to change. Mm -hmm. And the amount of energy that you're exerting around, well, maybe this time will be different. Well, maybe he'll come around, or maybe I'll be the woman who convinces him that maybe he wants to commit. No, like you have to decide that you're done with those games. Like that's what being committed to love is. I'm going to actually be committed to love because all of those games, all the saboteur practices are fear-based, right? That's being committed to fear. And every single day you can wake up and say, I'm either committed to myself today or not. I'm either committed to love or I'm committed to fear and fear will never create love. I've said that 20,000 times on the podcast. So commitment ready men exist, but here's the path of getting there. Having boundaries, being discerning, knowing that you are valuable and worthy, believing that you're a great catch before you have a partner because a partner is not going to be proof of anything and then you're not chasing commitments you're enjoying the journey to it along with being committed to yourself don't make love happen you make love
0: welcome commit to yourself we're gonna write a (laughs) jingle To be continued. To be continued. We love you. We love you. Share. We actually had a review this week. We haven't been talking about reviews lately, but I love reviews on iTunes. We had a review this week that I loved. It was so beautiful. So if you have a spare minute, we would love Mm. to hear your experience of the podcast, either in a message to Catherine or I, or both of us, or a review on iTunes. Spread the word to all your gal pals that need to hear this message. We love you, and we'll see you next week. See
1: you next week.